This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. It is a little bit gloomy out there, but we'll get by it. We are here shooting Consignment Heroes live down at the Zoomerplex, taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, here stuff, their stuff, stuff, stuff. This is what this show is all about. If you haven't been tuning in for the last two and a half years, this is what we do. This is, we, we talk about stuff. We talk about getting rid of stuff. We talk about getting more stuff, unfortunately. Um, but we are taking your phone calls now live for the next about hour. And I'm here with my dad, Paul Kenny, and I'm Boger Kenny. And if you do want to contact us, we're taking your phone calls live right now. Our number is 416-360-0740. Again, that's, we always tell you, get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work. A lot of phone numbers, a lot of information, a lot of appraisals, a lot of laughs, a lot of things going on today. The number is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. But the good thing about having weather like this is that people are sitting inside and they're listening to us. And we don't have to do gardening today. No, the gardening's handling itself with the rain, so you don't have to water the plants. No, we can't go out there and clean up the garden. Well, we know, I knew if it wasn't rain today, I'd be doing gardening later on oh, today. Oh, sure. You know what you call gardening, what other people call gardening? Two different complete things. But our show is all about stuff. It's all about China art, comics, records, old toys, lamps, gold, silver, uh, just any type of memorabilia, sports memorabilia, uh, costume jewelry, uh, Royal Dalton, sewing stuff, advertising, die-cast cars, anything that you can really think of. It, you know, Even if I don't list it on this list, this list is way too long. But if you uh, have anything that you wouldn't call in about, we are welcome to try to figure out what it's worth. And help you. Find out how to get rid of it. Yeah, and how, no, that's that's mainly what that when we call it consignment heroes. When we say we're consignment heroes, we we consign stuff. So we'll we'll if we don't buy it outright from you, what we'll do is we will give you say, hey, you know, can we worth this much? We're gonna try to sell it for this time. It'll sit in a store, and then uh, we just take our percentage and we sell it for the highest dollar you can possibly get well, for it. If you've got one Royal Dalton and three children, you have to divide it up. You can't divide up one roll, don't. But you can always divide cash. It's like a rule of thumb. No one argument. No one ever argues. You give me too much cash. Does that ever happen? That has never happened with you, ever. Not never. a single time. And we'll be given the gold price today. Uh, later on the show, we'll be given the gold price. Now this week was a really good week, eh? We sold another ten thousand dollars for stuff for of people's uh, stuff on our online auctions. So it's, they're getting closer to being able to have their house clean so that they can uh, sell their house. Now, we also, a uh, good news story. This is a really good news story. We, I'm not going to say any of the names, right? but we're selling the contents of a house for a gentleman who's going to use that money to fix up the house to give to his daughter. 
That's nice. That is really, it just makes me feel good to be part of that story. Did you get rid of the contents? We're still working on it. We've taken out six truckloads already. Oh, wow. And um, we're going to be selling it, and he'll be, he'll be doing, he's going to upgrade the house. He's going to do stuff in the house. But it's just nice that this person is, is uh, giving it now while he's still alive. He's going to give this house to his daughter. She's happy, and he's happy. He's, he's almost as happy giving the house as she is as in receiving the house, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I can okay. see that. But we also have, we quoted on a house this week, somebody was getting quoted $4,500 to clean out a house and get it staged for sale. Well, we went in and gave our quote. We not only would be not charge them the $4,500, but their stuff would be, their items in the house, we'd probably get them another $2,500, which is a $7,000 difference. Now, if you're, a lot of people are thinking right now, they have to, they want to get, they want to sell their house. But they've got all that they're overwhelmed by all the things in their house they've been collecting for 40 or 50 years. And this is where we come and take the stress out of it. Okay. But I also, the big thing here is I want people to get a second opinion. Okay. Mm. Like this is very, very important all the way along here. Like we have, I'm going to bring Rick, our real estate professional, on in about a few minutes on this. But I was down yesterday and there's a couple things we're going to talk over with Rick. But one of them is that, if you're selling your house, say you, the person comes in, you want to sell your house, they're all eager to get you on the dotted line. Uh, one thing Rick said to me, he says, you should never be signing up for more than two months, okay? Two months of what? Two months that they get the listing for. So someone this week, and just this just happened yesterday, the real estate agent came in, uh, it was a lady, she was about 75 years old, and at the end of it, she says, well, he wanted the house, I, I signed up until September, I told him 60 days, and he signed him up to, her up to September. So she's locked in now for five months. That she's and if he can't sell the house for five months, um, she's no further ahead. And, and Rick will say, I think he said this. He says, if I can't sell the house in thirty days, there's a problem, and we have to address the problem. So you shouldn't. It's like a rule of thumb. We're on this show. We're trying to give people information on their goods that they have at home. So and we want people not to get ripped off. This is not ripped off. We want them to get the most value for their items. Plus. Just on their other pro procedures they're doing in selling a house, you don't sell a house every day. They need some advice. And that goes back to always getting, get a second opinion. This lady on this, being signed up until September, she's not happy at all on this, you know. But. Well, that happens with a lot of stuff, not just housing. I like know. We're talking about a lot of people like selling, you know, even a car. Or yeah. like just, you know, anything. Because like, it, you know, you can't really sell something until somebody wants it, yeah. really. So it's like. If you get an idea of what it's worth, then mm -hmm. you'd be like, okay, well, that's close to what I want, so then I can let it go. But if yeah. you're getting like just kind of bottom dollar for it, why why move on from it? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. More people do spend more time shopping for jam in the supermarket than they will on finding a real estate agent. I know. Agent. That's true. Like sometimes people go like around like for something to save like a dollar or whatever, like get a just particular type of jam when yeah. it comes to a $30,000 car and someone's like, yeah, I'll give you 15000 that's a, that's a big oh, that's difference. the other thing. This person is paying 5.6% in commission. And I said, this is where you need a second opinion. You needed a second uh, quote on this. I don't thing. know. Is that high? Yes. Uh, five, four and a half, five, whatever the numbers. Certain things take more work, but that's at the top range. And that's that was too much. So they're very okay. expensive and they made them sign on something they shouldn't have. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to get Rick on. Um, is Rick there? We got Rick on the phone yet? 
Hi, Bora. How are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Good, good. And this is Rick Tobacco from uh, Royal LePage Real Estate Professionals. Okay. And uh, his number, and I want people to copy this down because later on, even even just using for your second opinion on, on the stuff, if you're going to sell a house, this is all he does. He's not he's not somebody's neighbor's grandson's um, uh, daughter who's selling the house in on well, Monday to Friday, and on weekends they re- drive uh, Uber Meats around or whatever that what's that called Uber Eats. No, but I'm saying what there's if, nothing. What I've if got he does that? What if he does that? Uh, no, I want if you are selling, if someone is in charge of selling your half a million or a million dollar house, you want that to be important. You want that to be the most important. Hey, thing listen, to that them. that's a new gig. You you know you go you drop Uber Eats off at someone's house, and then you ask if they're selling the house. I, I like that's it. A brilliant idea. We'll, we'll have to take that under consideration. <laughs> no, but I'm just but, saying that Rick is a professional, and that's all he does. Some people, and I just say this, some people just want to get the listing, and then they leave you alone. They say, let the market take care of you. Rick is going to actively, he wants to sell your house as well, okay? Now, Rick, what well, do you that, do? That's the whole point. It, it, our intention is not to keep your house listed. I mean, at the end of the day, when people take on these long, long listings, uh, it sort of uh, takes uh, the urgency out of getting it done. Uh, for me, I don't want to keep your house listed. I want to get your house sold. Yeah. And if the house doesn't sell, uh, doesn't sell in a relatively short period of time, we have to analyze why not. There's a problem. Now, I know different houses in different areas at different price points uh, take different amounts of time to sell, and it can vary from place to place at price point to price point. But no matter what, for each price point, there's an allotted amount of time. And if after 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, it's not selling, well, that's not helping anybody. So, uh, and this is why I tell people, we have to get it right, right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And this is where my free market evaluation comes into play. Okay, uh, what's involved with that? You mentioned it the last well, couple of weeks, and I and, and right. I actually had a call this week, and they said, Rick, because they call me first before they'll call you. So and, and they say, what is it, what's involved with the free evaluation and that uh, consultation? What is What do you do? That's a great question. Well, I come to your house, first of all, and uh, I, I'm basically there to assess and to evaluate the current market value of your home. And I'll do this. There are several ways that we do this. But one is that we first look at the prevailing uh, price points of the neighborhood. We see what's been selling that's in your neighborhood that's similar to your home. And if we can't find a house exactly like yours, we find things that are similar and that we add for this and maybe subtract for that and try to come up with a really accurate uh, market evaluation of the property so that we know what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come into your to your home and I'll, I'll assess your home based on what I'm seeing. And uh, a lot of times, and this is where the consultation comes in, where I consult with you, where I'll give you ideas as a homeowner as what you can do to increase the value of your home. And as I mentioned last week, one of the first things you can do, and Paul, this is where you come in. The number one thing anyone should do before they put their house up for sale is declutter. Get mm-hmm. rid of that stuff, and that's where they need to hire, bring in a professional like you to help them. Uh, we, this is a, a team effort. And as you said, people just are overwhelmed sometimes. They just don't know what to do, who to turn to. Uh, they've been living with these things for 30, 40, 50 years. And, and there is sentimental value attached to it, and you understand that. But mm-hmm. as Bogart said earlier, earlier, no one ever argues with cash, right? No. no. Um, but anyways, that's part of what we do. We, we, we try to determine the true value of, her, of your house. 
so that when we put it out there in the market, it's not sitting there for six months. Because a lot of times people will promise the moon, uh, yeah. and then they don't deliver, and then you, the homeowner, are stuck with month after month of their uh, of month of carrying a home that you were hoping to sell. Well, that adds stress. We're 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 in the whole. We take the stress out of what Mike. My whole idea is to take the stress out of decluttering, get moving mm-hmm. on your stuff, and getting if yep. you're going to sell the house, taking the stress out of it. Because a lot of people, you're up at nights. It's it's a lot of money on the line, you know. A lot of money, a lot of money. And like Bogart says, sometimes people will will uh, will argue about a few dollars on something, and then uh, they don't mind losing thousands of dollars on their property. And that's the downside of keeping your house on the market too long, too. Because the days on the market, the the DOMs are what kill the value of a house. So if you have a house on the market for three, four, five months, well. Most likely, when you do start reducing, 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 you'll end up with less than if you just priced it right from the beginning. And this is why it's important to get a professional in there uh, that's fair and honest, and it does a proper market evaluation. Okay. Now, Rick, if they want to get a hold of you, give me. You say your number and say it slowly. Not my number. Don't say like Bogart rushes through like it's a race. (laughs) Say it slow. (laughs) It's Rick. Debacco at uh, Royal LePage Real Estate Professionals, and my phone number is 416-258-3972. That's too fast, uh, but okay. Too fast? Okay, I'll repeat it even slower. 416-258-3972. Okay. And it's Rick. And uh, you know what? They can call me anytime. Uh, get an opinion, get some advice, anytime they can call. It's free. Take advantage of it. We're here to take the stress out of selling your home. Thank you, Rick. And like, also, I want people to copy down our number at my store, which is 905-737-4653. That was significantly faster than Rick. Okay. Sorry. No. <laughs> Thank you, Rick, and I'll talk to you later on. And I know we're doing, like I know we help each other, and I think I've got yep. something for you in the next couple of days. We're just trying okay, to see. Okay, perfect. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Have a great show. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Uh, if if you do want to call in, this show is all about that type of stuff. And we're talking about moving houses. We're talking about selling houses. Every all the contents in it. Trying to get rid of the content, and then I'll get more contents. That is what this show is about. It's all about gold jewelry, lamps. You know, figurines, bronze, cups, saucers, old comics, furnitures, fire hatches, anything you can possibly think of. This is what this show is about. And if you do want to contact us, we are now still alive for the next about 40, 45 minutes. The number to reach us and be on air right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 Four zero, and we're gonna to go to Russ in Brampton. Hey, Russ. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. What do you got for us? Um, I got some Coca-Cola jackets, salesman's jackets for okay. a, a starter. Uh, one is from 1970. Mm-hmm. It uh, was issued to us um, at the um, introductory of the Wave logo. Okay. And that was the first uh, first thing a Coca-Cola ever put out with the Wave on it. And I got another one down, uh, is, um, from 1991, I believe it is. I don't know. I got to re- go down and read the date on it, but, um, it was a, a promotional jacket the salesman got for, for the Blue Jays. Okay. And Roots and, uh, Coca Cola. Now, that would be much better. Now, is it leather or cloth? It's cloth. Okay. 
Is um, red and white? Is Coca-Cola red and white? Yeah, no, no, but okay. The one jacket the wave is probably a 30, 40, 50. People do collect Coca-Cola. They like that. But the one associated with the Jays takes on a whole different, it almost triples the price. Once, and I got to explain this. Once you have one kind of collectible, say it's Coca-Cola, and if you have, like in your case, you have jackets or you have pocket knives, once you cross over collectibles between two types of people who are collecting something, you get competition for it. Uh-huh. Some people have to have it. Give your, your Blue Jays jacket's probably going to be worth 125 150 maybe $175 because it's Blue Jays and Coca-Cola. Okay? Uh-huh. And... Uh, as just a regular Coca Cola, like I say, thirty, forty dollars maybe. Well, you know? I'm not a collector. This is this is just stuff I've accumulated over the years from working there. Yeah, no, but yeah. and some of the signage and some of the old signage people collect the advertising. I um, know. Co- well, well, of course you know there. Um, the, I once bought. Remember when Gretzky went to L.A. and Coca Cola came out with some Coca Cola cups, uh-huh. celebrating. I think there was five in the set. I bought, I think, 30,000 of them. It filled a tractor-trailer load. And I bought the Coroplast. Um, they used to give the store, if you bought so many skids of Coke, you would get a display to put in the window. Uh-huh. Well, I got good money for those. And they all went, but everything went down to uh, L.A. Because he moved down there. And the Ameri- it was a promotion for Canada. And yeah. the Americans didn't have it. And another way you make money is by crossing borders. Yeah, well, like the Blue Jay was only in the Toronto area. It wasn't, wasn't anywhere else in Canada. Yeah, but you know something, but the Toronto, but I'm going to say this, there are Blue Jay fans across the country. It's a shame that Rogers, what they're doing with this team. Yep. That's my own personal opinion. <laughs> I think the Blue Jays, teams like this are too important to give to inept people, really, with yep. what they're doing with this team. Um, it's, um, but there are fans out there who are, I know that, are agreeing with me, and some people are saying, oh, wait, it's a long season. It's going to be a long decade for this Jays team. <laughs> anyway, know, I've also got a Coca-Cola thermometer. Okay. A, sale, a metal one? salesman thermometer. Okay. Not an outdoor thermometer. Uh, metal, what, 50s, 60s, or 70s? Or what years? This is uh, 60s. Um, it's metal. Um, the thermometer inside, when you take it out, it was for testing dr- the temperature of a drink. And Ooh. this is on a profit zone. Okay, something, anything like that. But if it's if wall, I know the wall push, but the, you know, the push bars and the, any of the wall ones that go in the stores are a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollars. You get back to forties, even go more. Um, I don't know that piece. You might have sent a picture off to my store, um, but anything that's a thermometer, anything that people can put on their wall. Well, you can't put this on the wall. It no. goes in your pocket. Oh, it goes in your pocket, so it's small. Yeah, it's a, it's a drink thermometer. You put oh. it in the drink. Okay. And you take the temperature of the drink, and okay. this is a profit zone. The temperature of the Coke should be between the two bars on the thermometer. Okay. This I don't. So it's, you don't, you don't, you haven't seen this? You don't, you don't know what this is coming to your head? You usually, I don't know. Like I've never, no, I can't, because it might sometimes. Don't you have a Rolodex to go on? No, no, but what happens is, is that certain things are only, it might have been only a salesman sample. It might have been something that didn't sell, they didn't give out a lot of. No, these were for servicemen and salesmen. Okay. Then there are probably going to be people, people, a lot of people collect stuff that is not available to the general public. Yeah, well, everything I have is not normally available to the general public. Oh, this would be good. Because it's stuff that I acquired when I worked there. I've got a record downstairs for um, Teach the World to Sing. Okay. 
in the ja- brand new in the jacket, never opened, never played. See, this kind of stuff is the uh, is the oh, wow. like What do you think that's worth? The record, though, well, that was not the salesman sample. That was you just have a sample you never opened. That's probably worth about forty dollars, fifty dollars. Well, we were giving them away. So. Yeah, mm. you were giving them away. On, um, but your thermometer, the monitor is probably going to be worth. I would think thirty, forty dollars, just because it's small. And in this case here, it's small, and that goes with it. I mean, that helps it along. Okay. Uh-huh. And but any of your Coke stuff, this is type of things that you want to put into an auction because you want to let. Um, you know, the two people get crazy over it, you know, because there are the Coke people. If they don't have it, the Coke people out there, they don't have it. They'll pay money. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, I got a bunch of Humpty Dumpty stuff as well from work on there. But um, Humpty Dumpty, if you have the potato chip stuff out of the 19 late 90s, early 80s, they did Star Trek. They did wrestling. They did the cards and any of that kind of display stuff that wasn't available. That's the stuff like that people are trying to collect. Or their man caves. Yeah, well, well, we also have a lot of stuff at our man caves. So it's like if you want to, because we went a little bit earlier in what our number for the show is. We ne- our stores, but we never got the address too. Yeah. So if you do have an item like this, we'd love to see it. Like bring it in because even if the whole box is stuff, like you know, we're talking, you know, we got all these records, got all these salesman samples, these thermometers. It'd be nice to grab a box of that and just bring it to our store. We are in 10,341 Young Street, Unit 2. We are in Richmond Hill, so we're not too far away. Or if we are far away from you, then, you know, just go a little bit further. We'll we'll be there. We'll we'll see you. We'll see your stuff. And we'll give you appraisal. What is Call worth. first. Call first. You know, we'll just give you all the instructions. Call first. Go to this direction. Go to this place. We will get this done. And if you do want to bring your stuff in, you can always do that. Also, you can uh, fire off an email to us to, if you want us to just see a photo of it yep. at sales at torontogoldsilver.com. But it's always better to call us. So the number is 905-737-4653. That number is the one uh, off air. Right now, mm-hmm. we are live shooting this radio show and the number to reach us there. So this is the pen and paper thing. Like If yeah. you pen red on ink have two or three backups because it's a lot of information. The number to contact us now is 416-360-0740. Uh, that again, one more time, is 416-360-0740. And the toll-free number is one 740 And we'll be right back. The following is a paid program. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are here on this beautiful Sunday morning. I'll call it beautiful even though it looks a little bit of gloomy out there. But we're here um, We're here for the next about half an hour taking your phone calls all about stuff. When we're talking about stuff, we're talking about sports, TV toys, any games, any 
any type of memorabilia for like you know uh, big box stores or something like that. We always like to hear things from you, know, you know Harley Davidson, lawn furniture. It, we 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 want to see, like we want to hear about that stuff. We want to see. We want you to bring it to the store. We want you to come and check us out. We, well, remember our show that we did for Vision TV, which is going to be aired sometime. We haven't told us when. Remember all the stuff we had that day. Yeah, there was a ton of stuff. Like I don't. And people bring those things. Those things have been brought up to our store. We're yeah. not that far, okay? But, you know, we're not always shooting live TV over there, but, you know, at least you can sell your stuff to us. My dad will basically buy essentially anything. If it walks, if it breathes, I think those are two things you don't cross, but everything else you'll buy. Um, if you do want to get, like, a quote or idea of what things are worth right now, the number to reach us on air right now is 416-360-0740. That's 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And we're gonna go to. Oh, you had something to say? No, you can go to the call, and then oh. I'll go say something afterwards. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go to Ray in North York. Hey, Ray. Yes, hi there. Hey. Hi. Welcome to the show. Yeah, great. Uh, nice to hear you guys. Uh, I enjoy listening to you. Um, okay, I got a book here. I don't know if it's worth anything. It probably isn't, but just thought I'd give you a buzz uh, for our own curiosity. Uh, I found um, I found a biography by Lawrence Welk. It's called Wonderful, Wonderful, the Autobiography of Lawrence Welk by Lawrence Welk with Bernice uh, McKeehan, and it's from uh, 1971, and it's a signed copy. Oh, okay. I was going. To, my next question was: It signed? Yeah, it's got his autograph right here, right inside. The only thing here I want to tell you too is it's okay. It's got a little personal thing here at the top, love uh, from somebody. So is that going to? No, no. The, okay. No, that's all right. Because it's not that expensive. It's Lawrence Welk on his book is worth around thirty to fifty, sixty dollars. Okay, but I'm glad you brought this up because I would have forgot. Um, uh, there's a lot of people who, over the last uh, month or so or two months, have told asked us about autographs. Now, on the expense of autographs, because I've had two Jackie Robinson autographs, I have a person who brought in some wonderful uh, Terry Sawchuk stuff. Um, it's coming up to the people that are coming up from the states who will do the authentication. Okay, right. so I want people now with the case of Lawrence Welk. Because of the value being only worth that much, it's not worth you authenticating. It'll still sell, but someone's not. You don't want to pay $50 to authenticate something that you're going to sell for $50. So, but there are other people out there who listen to the show or their neighbors. If they have a Mickey Mantle autograph, if they got a Babe Ruth autograph, and I know I saw the Terry Sachuk, and they, they want it. This is stuff that they have to get authenticated and graded, okay? Because, yeah, go for sure, yeah. Like if you had, uh, like if this is Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson could oh, get yeah. twenty five hundred dollars. Oh well, but yeah. it's, if it's on a ball now, but yeah. it's also the, how nicely it's signed. But yeah, it should yeah. be authenticated, even if you're not going to sell it, and you're going to pass it down to your kids. You should because they might not know about this authentication. You want to get this done, and it's going to be. In the first week of May, so we're just we're the next two weeks in April. We're booking in uh, times for people, and if they have items, uh, they can drop them off, and we can get them authenticated for them or find out. I, I always don't want to be the bad news if it's no good, but most of the time, people who bring this stuff in is good, unless okay, right? 
But you don't figure this would go any any more than what you're willing no, to do. No, it's, no. No, exactly. It, it's it's still, no. But, you know, it's still nice. Do you yeah, smile well, when you see it? Do you think of Lawrence Welk and uh, Old Lang Syne? No, well, no, I found this. I found this. Oh, book. you don't even know Lawrence. Okay. No, no, oh, no, oh, that I was know, very... oh, I know Lawrence. Well, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. who he is and all that. But no, this is, no, it's nothing family or anything. No, it's uh, just something yeah. I found. And I, once I opened up the jacket here and I see his autograph inside, I, yeah. oh, well, maybe this is worth a few dollars. It's not in bad condition either. It's, uh, Wait a minute, you uh, found it? And I'm, I'm saying it's worth $50. Yeah. You should not be this unhappy. Oh no! Exactly. No, no. This is a good find. Also, will I have you? I I have this little clock that's in a kind of a key thing. It's not a real key, right? It's just a fake. But it's got a little clock inside of it. You got to see. You got to send it in. Send a picture in. All the time when people are asking things, we have to be able to sell stuff. We have to know a clock. There are millions of clocks made. Yeah, a clock made by Tiffany. That's different. Well, once I can put Tiffany and a clock together, those two words, then you've got people who collect. And this right. is very important, even things that people have at home. Sometimes they don't know where it's signed, okay? Yeah. But if I put up a bronze statue, eh, I'm going to get some interest if it's really good. If I put up a sign by Remington, all of a sudden now we have to make sure is it real or is it Remington? Right. And then it's... Uh, then it comes up with the values coming up to a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. I need more information. Well, that, they can always. But bring that's the, what we do. Those you can always bring into the store. It's a little bit better to you know have an idea what it's worth when it comes in in front of you. You can like depict yeah. it. Like oh, okay, it's one of those. Now I know what you're talking about. That's why it's always easier to get a little bit of a visual. But you yeah. know, because usually when someone describes something, and like you can typically be like, yeah, though the dimensions of that is X by X. Well. Our whole thing, what we do is we buy from Toronto or can take consigners items from Toronto and we sell to the world. And the reason we do this, and I can, people laugh, I says, is because the world has more money. But to connect to the world, you have to have the right words. You have to have what they collect. You have to put the right stuff in there, the right names in there so people can say, yes, I want to have uh, a hot, um, a sideshow Darth Vader, $600. I got to have it. You can have a Darth Vader's worth $3, or a Sideshow one is worth $600. Just kind of how you sell it. Kind of how you sell it. That's what we do. Uh, Next call, we're going to go to Dave in Richmond Hill. Hey, Dave? Yes. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Uh, I have, my parents moved. I cleaned out the house, and I found, first of all, old cards dating back to the early 60s. In fact, I have a mantle in there from 1968. Okay. In, in the in the seventies, there used to be a lot of autographs. You know, you were able to write to a player, and they wrote back. Yeah. Like uh, Joe McCarthy in upstate New York, I got his autograph. Brooks Robinson, Gordy Howe. In fact, he sent with it at that time a WHA calendar from the New England Whalers mm-hmm. and others of that sort. Way okay. Hoyt. Now you're Richmond Hill. You should bring it in for one thing. Now, especially some will have to be authenticated, Mickey Mantle autograph. Now, here's the problem with your sendaways. I'm going to just say this, is that the yeah. sendaways are sometimes done by a secretary. Even mm-hmm. in, and even with the baseball players, we have what are called the clubhouse signers. Now, some guys, right. they'll, put, they'll put out at the beginning of the game 50 bats or 50 balls to be signed by the whole team. Well, some of the players are, they had a bad day. They're not signing that day. So the clubhouse boy signs his name, Okay. And that's right. what we have to, that's what we have a problem. That's why it has to be authenticated. But if you've got cards out of the late sixties, you've got your hockey, like a 67, a six, 1966 Bobby Orr, we were $35,000, $40,000 if it's in nice shape. I don't know what condition your cards are in, 
but uh, yeah. they're worth bringing in. I can take a look at them. Late 60s is a great time period for card collecting, comic collecting, uh, because uh, these uh, the people who have money are willing to pay money for this stuff. We have, uh, like I say, uh, we sold uh, Bobby Orr. It's probably going to go for about ten grand. Okay. And as far as the autographs, I should bring it in for authentication. Oh yeah. Now, and I'll tell you which ones are worth authenticating by value and which ones are not. Uh, Brooks okay. Robbins is a good signer. Some guys are good signers. They're just uh, it's easy to do. But some of them are uh, uh, Reggie Jackson or some of them. If they're worth over a hundred dollars, then it's worth authenticating. Okay. Right. Okay, thank you so but much. You're not very far. You know where we are. We're south of the wall, right? About 75 feet south of the beer store. Okay, very Thanks. good. Thanks thank for you. the call. You keep thank making us sound like we're in Mexico. I don't know why you keep saying that. Oh, south no. of the wall. Sorry. Um, okay, we're going to go to... Uh, I'm watching too much CNN. Okay. Uh, Dan in Welland. Hey, Dan? Yes. Hey, fine welcome to the show. Okay. What do you got for us today? Oh, I got a large collection of automobile wheel covers. Or hubcaps, if you will. Wow. About okay. Twelve hundred of them, and uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, back that up a minute. I thought I heard you say twelve hundred. Yep. Twelve hundred hubcaps. What? Oh my God. Where That's... do you where do you put those? <laughs> are they all different? <laughs> are they sets of four, or how do you collect? Uh, all all kinds of sets of four. There's singles. There's some very rare spinners and wires and forties, fifties, mostly fifties, sixties stuff. Okay, I got a question. How long have you been collecting hubcaps? Oh, about 50 years. Wow. We're in Welland. I can see them because I'm, we're emptying a house in Welland right now. That's um, Vineland. Vineland. Oh, Vineland. Oh, sorry, but that's Vineland. I passed by Vineland on my way to Welland, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's down in that area. But we're... Ah. Um, uh, now, you got, what kind of... How fast do you want to sell these? Oh, I'm in no big hurry, but if I could... Uh, Get rid of them. I'm getting older, and my kids don't want them. So if I can uh, sell them reasonable, and a lot of collectors uh, need to, to finish the restoration, I've got some really rare, nice ones. No, nice that's things. where that's where you get actually you get the money for someone who wants original equipment. Yep. And uh, huh? Yeah, they're nice and clean. They're all organized. Do you know what I want you to do? Can you leave your name with um, Sebastian? Or yeah, or our, yeah, leave it with our producer. Just hold on the line, and uh, we'll get your information from our producer because this is something we can probably you know look into a little bit further and do something over like maybe like a you know we we sold out four hundred and eighty mannequins. I mean that's not the same amount, but it's it's just as different. Um, no, we we specialize in moving out the large collections, and this would that would be entertaining to go through. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I'd like to go through that. I'd like to take this for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, on, uh, yeah, leave that, give your name into the producer, because even come down to say, where do you have them stored? Oh, i got a big garage. Are they on display, or are they just kind of popping? Yeah, they're all, all uh, hanging up nice and clean. Yep. That, that's, we we got to go out there. We have to go I, out I gotta there. i got to go out there. So <laughs> Road trip, oh, wait a minute, can I say this? Road trip? Yeah, Job for hubcaps? There you go. Oh, my God. i got a lot of other stuff, too, car stuff, old car stuff, antiques. Oh, so we're going to make a trip out there. So if you don't mind, just hold it on the line. We'll take your information off air, and we'll uh, we'll connect off air. No problem. Off okay. air hubcaps. That, that's that's really cool. Okay, I, I would like that. Uh, you know, it, that would be a, quite a trip to go out there and do that. You know what I mean? Like, go to look. And he said it's all on display as well. So yeah. You walk in, like, oh, man, there's was all on display. That'd be cool. It'd be like, nice to go see those. They're probably worth a lot of money. Yeah, it's no, worth. And, is a, and like you, his kids don't want it. 
He's been collecting. Well, yeah, you know, they're hubcaps. What are you going to do? I, I don't know what you're going to do with that. Well, after the first four on your car, you're, you're stuck where to go from there, I know. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Next call. Uh, we're going to go to um, Al in Mississauga. Hi, Al. Yes. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. I've got uh, autographed, never used bobblehead dolls. Oh. Sandy Holly. Sandy Holly, but that was put out in the 80s or 90s, wasn't it? Uh, probably at least that old. Yeah, now it's um, paper mache or um, kind of a um, uh, thicker. Is it plastic or is it um, the paper mache ones? Uh, I don't I. I'm not sure. I didn't know. I don't open the box. Okay, I'd have to see a picture. I don't know from that. I'm trying to think when the Sandy Holly came out. But the older, like everyone goes, remember 1961. If you went to a Maple Leafs game, the souvenir stand would sell a paper mache uh, little bobblehead with a Maple Leaf player, and right? Sold them for all the different teams. They go between 100 and 400 dollars each. Okay, uh-huh. in perfect shape mm-hmm. because the paper mache doesn't travel well with friends. It right, busts up. Uh, the Sandy Holly, I'd have to look it up. I don't know what year that's from, um, because what happened was everyone saw the value. It's like with the collector dolls and stuff like that. Everyone mm-hmm. saw the value on uh, the older ones go up. So some enterprising people went over to China and made other um, baseball teams and hockey teams and, and uh, like I say, maybe Sandy Holly. Mm-hmm. And even from that, we have what are called uh, the Funko Pops now which are little plastic ones that people collect, and they go up to thousands of dollars. Right, right. You know, so it's like a predecessor. What they've done is, in the early days, they made them out of paper mache, and they're made, they made cheaply out of Japan. And mm-hmm. if you hit them the wrong way, they would crack and bust. Oh, so right. a lot of them didn't survive. Right. Then they, in, the, in 1989 or 90s, they made stronger ones that you could almost hit a little bit harder and then they got smart, and then they started making them out of plastic. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't bust, so that means they're, they're, all the ones they made uh, stayed uh, in good shape. Right. But And I, I know a lot of people are out there, um, their grandkids or their kids collect these Funko Pops, mm-hmm. which are about three inches tall, come little white boxes, and heaven forbid you take it out of the box. Mm-hmm. Like, I have some from Game of Thrones. That are worth, uh, we just sold them this week on our site for 26 U.S. apiece. For something right. you would have bought for five dollars, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm trying to think of Holly. Let's see. Well, Great jock. I saw him race. I, I oh I yeah, was, he was a leading jock for years and years and years. Yeah, you know. But uh, just like I've got the box. The oh, box I'm finding it here. Yeah, no. Okay, one and you've the, got it's on and the round the bobblehead base. Bobblehead is autographed on the head. Okay, if it's autographed bobblehead, there's one song for around $90. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them on there, so they did make them. And this one looks like uh, 2002. That's why I didn't know it. Oh, I, right. I, I, know the two, I know the early bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the one from 2002. Mm-hmm. Randy, Sandy Holly, Great Woodbine, 2002, bobblehead, and signed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the jockeys were nice guys, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, he got them in a good day, so... Um, it's not going to add, add that much of a, a value on it. But it's still kind of nice. It's very realistic looking. Mm-hmm. you got the old hockey ones. They look like some little banana, little melon heads on, on right, bubble heads. Right. Remember those? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I, I smile every time I see them because I mm-hmm. see them bounce, their heads bouncing up and down. just brings a smile to me. Right, right. Thank you for the call. Okay. 
Um, yeah, bobbleheads. I remember you always had a whole collection of those before. Yeah, yeah I like those, them. Those, yeah, like them. You had a million of them. Those things were talk about twelve hundred wheel covers. You had twelve hundred those bobbleheads. Um, if you do want to call in about nineteen hundred, actually, uh, go ahead. It's still too many. Yeah. If, uh, if you do want to call in, we are still live for the next about 15 minutes. A show all about stuff. You know, costume jewelry, Roll Dalton, sewing stuff, advertising, old China art, comics, records, old toys, anything that to your heart's content. If you do want to call, the number right now, we are live, is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 Seven four zero four seven four zero, and we'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. This is your show about stuff. Our stuff, your stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. Um, Let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, We're going to go to Rick and Welland. Hello. Hey, Rick. Hi, how are you guys today? Fantastic. Holy cow. Oh, what? sorry, Rick. I just I looked up at the 1953 hubcaps. A, a set of fours were $4,000. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll discuss that when we go see the guy. Okay, sorry, but I just saw this. I said, holy. Sorry, go. Sorry, Rick, to, to take away your time here. But <laughs> I just okay. looked at it. I said, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, I hope you're as excited about my stuff as you are the hubcaps. Okay. But uh, <laughs> here we go. Um, you, you're talking about stuff. Yeah. Well, I've got stuff, um, mainly collectible stuff. I've got Gretzky stuff right from the beginning when he started. I got lunch pails. I've got with the thermoses in them, both okay. orange and the blue. Um, collector cards. I've got almost every OPG that they ever made. Tops. You have here, the rookie. Dunruss. I do have the rookie. I've got both fake. And real graded. The real one is graded. I think it's only a seven and a half. But what's wrong with that? Pardon me. What's wrong with a seven and a half? Oh, nothing wrong with it. I don't know what they're worth. Um, anyway, I've got about sixteen boxes filled with collectibles. All, all Gretzky or other people as um, well. Okay, I got some Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Um, Jeff Gordon. I've got uh, diecast cars. I've got one signed by Jeff Gordon. Um, I've got Dale Earnhardt Jr. cars. I've got collectibles coming out of my wazoo here. I want to get rid of it. I'm in an apartment now on East Main and Welland. And and I don't have a truck to take this stuff loaded up and take it there. No, no. 
we take the stress out. We, we're a service company, okay? Not everyone can do, like I say, you don't have a truck to move at all. Um, we, we, we're down in Welland. We're down there frequently. Um, I'm going to be actually down there tomorrow or Tuesday. I've got to see a client, and I'm going to be uh, – we're definitely going to go see some hubcaps. <laughs> so, but, okay, go back to your your 7.5. One just sold approximately at $6,000 for, oh, wow. um, for a 7.5. Now, it depends on uh, your fake one. We don't- this podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.